0: Hello there, everybody. Welcome to the Studio 6201 Podcast. I'm Chris Coffin. And I'm Daryl Koster. What's going on, Daryl?
1: Not much this week, Chris. Right
0: on. It's been another one in the world,
1: eh? Yeah, it's been an interesting week. I've had a lot of fun. I tapped some uh, maple trees at home. Oh, man.
0: We are going to get into that today because I love that you're doing that. Yeah,
1: it's so much fun.
0: It's like you got your inner Mennonite on or something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we should take a second and uh, say thanks to all the people that reached out commenting so far about what we're doing here. Oh, we've had
1: so many people that have said, hey, it's been fantastic, especially the last episode. Everybody contacted me and said, I laughed. I laughed out loud in my car when I was driving. My wife asked me what I was laughing about. It was a funny episode.
0: <laughs> the pressure's on now,
1: though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. But we're funny guys. <laughs>
0: we are. So, as always, uh, the show will be lubricated Yes. Uh, with another lovely alcohol that makes
1: my head spin. So, oh, while what we're doing? Chris is drinking tonight, I won't be because yeah, my, yeah, my wife is at a business meeting tonight. Mm, so, Chris tonight is drinking mm. um, which is a really nice expression of a Islay Scotch. Mm. Um, it's one of the better expressions of an Islay scotch for somebody who's just starting to drink. There's yeah. not a lot of peat, but there's a little bit there. You get the iodine yeah. Canadian tire chemical aisle flavor. <laughs> That's the way I like to explain it to people. It does explode
0: your mouth, doesn't it?
1: It does. It's a lot of flavors there. Right.
0: So what should I be looking for?
1: Uh, in this, you should be on the, on the nose, like we talked about last episode. You're going to have some fresh, you're going to sell, might smell some salt water in there. Right. Some seaweed smells. Yeah. But you're going to have a little bit of campfire in there, which mm. is really what people think about when they think about Islay scotch.
0: Boy, now you say that, I feel that.
1: Yeah, That's and great. it really is a campfire in your mouth. So if you like that type of flavor, it's a really good scotch. You're a gonna campfire have, in my mouth. Campfire in your mouth. But I it's, love it. it. Yeah, it's really weird how they make peat, so it's not really a campfire. It's more like a, yeah. a bog fire. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Which, no matter how you trace no. it up, it's just, it never ends well. Okay, as soon it's as you, you bog say bog fire. fire, it's like, wait a <laughs> no, minute. Oh,
1: bog fire, exactly. Canadian Tire Chemical aisle. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: we should throw up a few cheers. I'd like to throw up some things i are grateful for for the last couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of things. Uh, I'll, my son got a job full-time.
1: Really? So, Fantastic.
0: And and got himself a car, his first car. Good for him. Coming in the next couple of days, so I'm very grateful for all that.
1: Yeah, I'm very grateful. My daughter, actually, this week is going for her final lessons to be a swim instructor. Wow. Um, she got her lifeguarding lessons this winter. She's nice. She's 15. Nice. And this summer, she's going to be actually working at a camp. Oh, really? So she, she's getting a job as well.
0: Wow. No well, lifeguarding she's... at the uh, backyard pool there?
1: No, she'll do that. Okay. <laughs> Well, it's more for lessons, right? Like, it's, it's a great... My wife did this. My wife was a backyard instructor. She was a synchronized mm-hmm. swimmer when she was younger. So this was really a good way for my wife to make money for her schooling and her right. future. She taught lessons in the backyard. So if people need swimming lessons, we have a big pool, big backyard. Right. People can come over for swimming lessons. Well,
0: it gives them a chance at life, too. It teaches them new things, because nowadays you got to be on your feet. We're going to talk a little later on the show. The big topic today is going to be about this media and how it's all changing yeah. how we consume it. Uh, but first, uh, I, I have to ask you a question. Is there something in your life that you're passionate about, that you would go through the wall for, Daryl? Is there something like that in your life?
1: Um, there's a few things in my life like that. Okay. I, I can't. Uh, scuba diving was one of them yeah, when I you was go. younger. Uh, there you Scuba go. diving was one of those things where I would work, 16 hours a day, right. seven days a week for four months to be able to go down to so Florida. So
0: passionate about it. like Big time passion. Always up for the next step.
1: Yeah, business was like that for right. me and business still is like that for me.
0: Okay, because I want to compare that situation to another one because as you know, the Winter Olympics just yes. wrapped up. Yeah, Pretty good showing for Canada. But there's a particular story that's come out that makes me wonder about people's dedication to their passion. Right. Uh, because I'd like to tell you the story of Rennie Lindholm. Well, he was in the 50 kilometers men race, shortened to 30. But he had a unique thing happen to him during the show. Right. Okay. He, he had uh, his his member froze,
1: Daryl. It is while well, cross country skiing, his he froze up. That's uh that's an exceptional uh, level of commitment towards <laughs> right? something. Exactly. Uh, I, I have a lot of commitment. Some of the things I've done over my life have right. been kind of strange, but that one would be.
0: How far would you go? Okay, so I need to know things. Like, at what kilometer mark was it? Like, did he find this out at three and gutted it out? Come on, man. Well,
1: yeah, and, you know, I want to say I'm surprised about this, but I also read the same article with my wife, and she asked me. I'm like, keep reading, because it's happened to him twice.
0: Twice.
1: So at at what point do you go, I'm done with the sport? Like,
0: When when is it not worth it anymore?
1: uh, I just, I have to figure there's something like that with women in their breasts or something like that, but I, I just can't, if my... Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't understand. Could you My imagine the I, yeah.
0: They're sitting around the kitchen cooking dinner. All of a sudden, they hear this male screaming, and yeah. husband turns away. and goes, "What's that? Oh, that's just Remy thawing out his member."
1: Yeah. And <laughs> twice, you, twice he's done it. What do you? How do you thought? What do you well, do? Like it's got to be painful. Well,
0: everything I've ever thought in life on me, like toes and fingers, always hurts when it comes out. Imagine
1: that. your cheeks and your your ears. Right? That's stinging in your ears.
0: That is, that's a lone on an island feeling yeah. right there. When I read the I article,
1: know. when I read that headline, I was like, what? I have to read this. And then I'm <laughs> reading it through, and my mouth literally dropped. When it was like, this is the second time. Like, oh, my,
0: do you think he didn't notice? Like, do you think he was, like, afterwards, like, holy cow, it's frozen. Like, he was just no, so No,
1: I think, you know what? How do you not notice? I think he probably has that commitment that he really? gets into a real mindset. Nothing and I, will bring me down, you, even a frozen man. Yeah, runner's mind. You know, you, you look at people that do, like, I know a few people that have done marathons, full marathons. Right. And they're like, oh, yeah, my nipples bleed. You're right. what? Like, <laughs> what? You know... I understand the enjoyment of things, but Shit, uh, w- man, when you're like, getting hurt, like,
0: when my nipples bleed and my member freezes, these are these are these are benchmarks. Especially for me. if
1: it happens both at the same right? time, exactly. like it's, something's terribly wrong there. <laughs> exactly.
0: Would it have been better if he kept it to himself? Like, th- th- is there some things you just shouldn't share? Like, oh, I froze yeah. my my penis again. Yeah. Keep <laughs> 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 that to
1: yourself. You can't come back from that. I don't even know. It. I don't even know the conversation yeah. th- that, and like, how do you go to the officials? Can I get some help? Yeah. What's wrong? Can I get like a a, a palm oh. warmer that you put in your glove or something?
0: <laughs> oh man, that's <laughs> uh, remarkable, remarkable. Uh, and that's why I drink uh, this wonderful scotch yeah. that you brought with us here. This yeah. evening. So this is
1: Nihilate scotch. It's one of yeah. the six re- five regions in in Scotland of mm-hmm. scotch. Um, I'm actually kind of jealous tonight because this is my wife, but Beth's, and mine favorite, oh, with, really? yeah, yeah. favorite scotch by far.
0: Now this is um, a, this is a 12 year old, right? What, tw- what's your, what's your honey area?
1: Honey age? areas are real tough to call because okay. a 12 year old expression is basically everything in the, bo- in the barrel that mm-hmm. gets put mm-hmm. into the bottle has to be a minimum of 12. Right. It doesn't mean it, it can't have any whiskey younger than that. Right. So you could have a whiskey that's 25 years old in that mm-hmm. glass and it says 12 years. The right. minimum, the lowest age is what you hear. And which um, do you
0: prefer? Do you, can you taste a definable difference when you're...
1: No. No, I've, I've had some whiskeys that are that are five years old. Our bag, which is one of my favorite scotches, a beautiful scotch, they have one called the Wee Beastie. It's five years. And for anybody that drinks scotch, five years is a travesty to drink. Oh, really? It's just too young. It's so young. You feel like an evil person? I can't get enough of it. Really? <laughs> so, I love that. When I say Canadian Tire, like yeah chemical aisle i mean yeah. it and i can't get enough of it like i pour, i'll age. pour myself a glass put a little bit behind my ears really? and i'm like oh, i'm in heaven exactly yeah so age doesn't have a lot for me bourbon it does mm-hmm. um canadian whiskeys do because certain age expressions like in canada you can have a whiskey that's younger than three years old it has right. to be three years old right in the states i think i believe it's got to touch a barrel Really? Eh? Yeah, it's got to be touched barrel.
0: And people can be really snobby about it too. Like, oh, they, they are. You know, I mean, they're particular in their particularities, right? No, big
1: time. <laughs> yeah, I've met some people that are, especially about Scotch, because sc- especially with the older generation, our generation, and older. Right. Um, Scotch was the thing. You well, know, the true. Scotch Marketing Board did a brilliant, brilliant job. Single malts, right. aged twelve years, and yeah, it's turned out some fantastic alcohols, and I'm really happy for that.
0: Well, I'm really happy for us because, well, I at least get to enjoy it this evening, and it's wonderful.
1: I will have one when I get home. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Think of that being responsible. <laughs> yes. Awesome, buddy. Uh, so uh, let's uh, sort of slip back to the Olympics for a second. Uh, although, let's you know, again, I'm thinking about his poor frozen member uh, because uh, there's definitely uh, when you look at the Olympics of nowadays, the Olympics of our youth, uh, the way they are consumed, uh, the way they are watched, uh, the game has changed completely. Absolutely. Let's discuss whether that's a good or a bad thing because I guess I want to start the question out being okay. Let's go back to sixteen-year-old Daryl Coster, okay? Right. Uh, media for us in those days was our Walkman or whatever you know that was our media. Yeah, well, how how were you getting your music?
1: I was at, at
0: 16. Yes. I was... Youth, youth Daryl. How is... Darryl? He's getting his... his I had music.
1: changed from records at that point okay. and went to see, uh, uh, tapes. I was right. taping things or I was buying right. tapes because I, I had a car, like your son. I had yep. bought a car when I was 16, yep. had a tape player in it, and that's how I consumed it. I also had a Walkman. Right. And it's changed so many different times now.
0: It has. I mean, not in reach and, and, and inventory and all of that, but... It's also um, how I'm not sure it's as personal as it used to be because it is consumed on math. Because like you were saying, okay, so, you know, I'm a hippie kid, so albums, it was LPs, LPs from the get-go, the scratch, scratch, scratch of the album. Uh, And, of course, we taped everything because you had to hand all the other hippies because no one else could get an album, right? So taping on cassette became an
1: art form. Well, and a lot of bands depended on that. You look at Metallica, they're... They had an album that was literally a tape that said, steal this tape. Exactly. You know, you were supposed to tape it and give it to somebody else to tape and move along, and that's how they became famous. Exactly. Everybody taped.
0: Sure they did. But it, it was also sort of, music was outside your ordinary life, why, right? It's why it saved your life so much, because yeah. it was a separate media that way.
1: Yeah, we but didn't have as much media. Well, that's the thing. We really didn't have, we had TV no, yeah. with commercials, which was horrible. It yep. still is, by the way. I'm yes. not a big fan of commercials. <laughs> okay. um, but really, yeah, it was music. You listened to it in a car, or you listened to a radio station at night yep. to listen to their top 10. You couldn't go to Napster or, which they don't have anymore. Yeah. really show <laughs> Wow. Uh, look at that. <laughs> they couldn't go, to wah, wah. Spot- <laughs> couldn't go to Spotify or yeah. uh, Apple music or anything like that. You couldn't, you had to pick a tape and you had to listen to it all the way through. Right.
0: Well, you had to wait for people to buy the album so they could tape it. And then the tape would pass around and yeah. you tape the tape. That's yep. why double cassette decks became so a good thing to have. Yeah. Right. But I mean, we, at that time, you're right. The media we had, what we're driven by were newspapers and things that were happening right now were part of your life, but they weren't the sole source of your life.
1: Right. Right. And they took a while to get to you. Just going to say that.
0: And it was like newspapers, it's day after news.
1: Yeah. And even then day after news, I remember when I was working in a factory, when I was in my early teens, Sometimes you wouldn't read that paper for five or six days, and it's not consuming news or any video or the Olympics when it happens then.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: TVs, when we were kids, for people that are younger, which we don't have a lot of people listening (laughs) to us right now that are younger. (laughs) Oh, they're coming. But you'll remember this is we had uh, tests noise after 12 Oh, yeah, o'clock. no.
0: It went off after at midnight. Yeah, yeah, midnight. Global it, news. That's all that we got. Yeah. It, yeah, it went off and at it, midnight.
1: It went off at midnight, and you had the test pattern, and that was it. So if something was happening in the Olympics or around yep. the world, nobody broke in because there yep. was never any TV on. It's true.
0: It's absolutely true. And there, it was just before my time, but d- the hockey games didn't even start until the second period for a while there. Yeah. Um, and when I was a youth, uh, there was one place to get sports highlights. It was on the 6 o'clock news, and then they launched sports. I can't remember. what Sports Sportsnet, I think it was, at 1130 on Global like And that was like a huge thing. That was suddenly, oh my God, there's more of it here for a fan.
1: And it was 10 minutes. Was, yeah, exactly. You got 10 minutes and you woke up the next day and you went out and got a paper and yeah. you looked at the sports in the paper. Exactly. People would pour over the paper yep. for stats for yep. hours and now yep. you can pull it up just by asking your phone for it.
0: Well, that's the thing, you know, someone in the sales department and marketing department figured out that there was more of a footprint here to grab. Yeah. There was a way to deliver this, this news, this information more often. And it was still a slow start because even when computers were coming out, like remember how, uh, like pagers were everywhere, right? That was considered <laughs> yeah. such a cutting edge technology. It was right the pre-cell phone. Yeah, right. I mean, that was a thing that everybody wanted. I had a pager, right, and it was a game changer. At the I had time, a pager
1: right? for my computer business, right? When the internet was still starting because it was right. still so people didn't have the ability to send emails all the exactly. time and stuff like that. So it was that you had all these different media that you could consume. What? But it wasn't like it is today.
0: No. it's it, Well, for starters, it wasn't as glossy. I remember being on the internet when it was just dialogue boxes. Yeah. Right? And nowadays, these, <laughs> these websites are super slick. That's why people believe things nowadays.
1: 24 hours to download a song, right. and it was like the same word over and over yeah. and over again for yeah. 28 hours. And it's like, oh, wow, that yeah. was a waste.
0: <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. You, and that little thing just just moving slowly. But, it, but that became important to us from the very beginning because – I don't. I think we convinced ourselves we wanted more. We may have been being fed that, but yeah, you, you sure. did want more.
1: Yeah, right. I think so. I consume way more media now than I ever have. Yes. I, I and, and frankly, I'm not happy with it. Mm-hmm. But I consume a lot more media now, especially with TikTok and Instagram right. and Instagram Reels and Facebook Reels. Exactly. And my ADHD and this plays to a lot of people with ADHD <laughs> and really yeah. attention deficit disorders. Right. You can. I can sit on. I call it Insta Talk for. Five hours right. and just scroll. Yeah. Endlessly and not stop and not and look up all of a sudden and go oh that was bad
0: but you get locked in and it's and it fulfills that whatever it is a mechanism right you
1: get dopamine in your brain that goes you need this you right. keep watching because it's making you happy and it's exactly. different and it keeps you in, informed and keeps exactly. you exactly
0: but see that was see that that's what your Walkman gave you right your Walkman gave you that dopamine gave you songs gave you the stories that way then suddenly someone started figuring how to visualize those stories yes. in your head that weren't just in songs
1: I had one of the I, I my grandmother bought me my grandma Coster bought me one of the first. Sony Walkmans that came out it was a metal unit right it was a good heavy duty unit and she bought me Rush's Caress of Steel nice and that was my first rock album nice I listened to that and I still listen to that every month really and it it brings back every memories and I I might even have the Walkman somewhere at home but it was a huge it was a big heavy duty unit right and it was fantastic I loved it and it was my way of consuming media that nobody could listen to and nobody could hear exactly
0: exactly you know my first uh, music that I ever owned, my first turntable came with a Roger Whitaker greatest hits album. <laughs> so I was <laughs> like I was just for the first three days I have it, I was playing I was like, ah oh, this Roger Whitaker guy's fantastic. So my uncle came and visited me from Detroit and went, okay, this needs to end now and went in and bought me Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Oh my God. So my it's first two albums album. I played down the grooves were Roger Whitaker's Greatest Hits <laughs> and Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. And now that's how I've become me now.
1: <laughs> yeah, well you know what my first album was? Let go. Boney M. Oh! <laughs> Not the
0: Christmas album, right?
1: Uh, the Rara oh, album. Oh, man. I still listen. To, I, I don't listen to the album, but yeah. my kids, it'll come on. I can sing every, yeah. every <laughs> song on that album.
0: But you know, what we were getting from that, the kids are still getting nowadays. It's just on 14 different platforms, and it's free. Yeah. You know? And I mean, so I don't... It's funny. What is the difference? You know, is it just context? Is it just abundance?
1: I, I think the abundance is a huge thing. Like, my daughter consumes media in a lot of cases like podcasts but she does video podcasts with um the, an hour and a half 2 hours long and i hear right. i hear media companies all the time saying people aren't consuming media like movies anymore like they used to they just don't realize they are they're just not consuming their media they're consuming, Precisely. they're consuming f- like four or five young men sitting in a back room chatting about their week and they're hilarious. I've listened to some of these things and they're funny, funny, funny. Right. Not something I'd listen to at necessarily at fifty-one, fifty-two, but my 15 year old daughter is desperate for, well, she's not desperate. She likes that communication. She right. likes that conversation. She likes, she likes hearing people talk about it, especially after the last two years of not being able to go out.
0: Well, this is because the, if the world's on its head right now, how we're yeah. going to communicate, how we're going to relate, how we're going to socialize, because it, it's not going to be the way it was. It just There's no way that happens. No. It's going to be some new amalgamation of it all now. Well,
1: and I'm, I'm an avid consumer of uh, science fiction movies and, right. and futuristic movies. I love them. So you're
0: just like checking boxes on this, aren't yeah, you? At, at <laughs> yeah, at this point now you yeah. are.
1: These are things that you, know, you and I talked about this yeah. before, the promise of our future where yeah. we were promised space when we were kids. Flying cars. Where's flying my flying cars? Car? Quiet flying cars. Where exactly. are they? And we finally have flying cars, but yeah. now it's how do we get that media and what are they yeah. doing to get that media to us? Because in science fiction movies, this is all the stuff that goes on all the time. The advertising when you're walking through the mall for you.
0: Yeah, well like, that's that's the thing, because there's this, there's this new device coming that I found just so fascinating. It's something called sound beaming. Right. And basically what they're creating here is um, they're just putting the sound around your head. You're not going to have headphones on. You're not going to see any amplifier or speaker. They're just going to be able to project this. this it's going to follow you around. Yeah, and it's next-level thinking.
1: Yeah, and I just read that article when you put it down in front of me here, and it this is this intrigues me so much. Like the first words I said to you were, how are they going to get this in your ears without putting something in there? Are, yeah. Bluetooth, what are they going to do? And then I started thinking about the movie Minority Report. Remember when he was walking through the mall and the the, the ads right. are talking to him yep. specifically, yep. but the person behind them is getting the same personalized ad. He can't hear them. They can't hear them. Yep. Their names, everything else. How are they? This is like the first step for that.
0: Yeah. And this is where biology comes in because, you know, the most transmittable bone in your body is your jawbone. Yeah. Right? So this is how communications have worked in some military areas, but work in science fiction. That image that's put into your head by vibrating your jawbone. Yeah, and that's not weird science. That's, that's science. That's exactly. So I mean, this sort of thing. I mean, game changing across the board.
1: This this one intrigues me. Right to such a huge degree. Like we, you and I talked about this uh, last podcast. I think it was oh. with my son with his Oculus Quest two. Yeah. And this is the same idea. Like that would be it would be ideal for something like that. Right. Instead of having these big, big glasses on because they put the sound system and everything in there, they suddenly get them smaller, and it's transmitted to you individually in your basement, and you're watching something, and your wife or your child is watching something else, and you wouldn't know.
0: Right. Exactly right. I mean, I thought wireless speakers were something. But here's another question for you. This is next level.
1: Does this just drive us away from each other more?
0: This is the great question of our times because... This is what technology is. They always say that ingenuity is the mother of invention, baloney. Laziness is the mother of invention, or we would not have indoor plumbing, right? Right. So technology always drives the lazy out of everything, or makes it more lazy, if you will, right? Agreed. So this is the crux of the conversation, because there are great benefits to this. Um, I'm sort of referring to in the context of personal enjoyment, but in terms of workplace You know, out there in the world, huge implications on that that could be across the board. Absolutely. But at the same time, like you just said, back to the cave we're going. Yeah. Deeper into the cave.
1: I, I find even in my own house, I find there's many, many nights. And my wife doesn't have as much of a problem with this. My kids definitely don't. They don't care. They're 13 and 15. I find there's a lot of nights I'm sitting at home and my house is deadly quiet. My daughter's listening to something on her headset, my son's listening to something on his set headset, my wife is listening to something on her headset. Right. And I'm like, "Okay, there's no and I, I know we're not the only house that does it." No,
0: you just described my house here. Yeah.
1: So at what point do we become so yeah. disenfranchised from talking to each other that we just stop communicating with each, with each other? And this is one of the reasons we even this podcast. We want to talk, well, we exactly. want to talk.
0: Because I want to throw the devil's advocate at that because I think the consequence of that is we are smarter. That doesn't seem to be working in all areas of the world. (laughs) But we are smart. We are more global. We are more uh, technologically savvy. I mean, my daughter, I mean, I get her to fix everything for me. But those aren't necessarily bad things. No. Right? So how do the two twains meet on this?
1: Yeah, and it's a good question. It's a good question. Because the
0: middle ground is a danger area. Like, there's bad things happening in the middle ground.
1: Yeah, and I think this is partially, across the board, a generational thing. Yes. Because I know... You look at your parents right. looked at you and went, "Oh my God, yeah. he knows so much! I need him yeah. to fix my remote control." Yeah. Would you start the CD
0: player for me, please? I don't know how to get
1: yeah, up. You, well, it wasn't it wasn't right? CD. It was V. I found a whole bunch of VHS tapes at home the other day, uh, and my uh, daughter goes, "What are those?" <laughs> oh, no. Like awesome. Um. So, but that's the thing. Uh, can you get the timer working on the on yeah. the VHS machine? Exactly. Right. My parents asked me that because they didn't have the technical know how or skill, and they didn't want to learn it because there's a certain point in time, where a lot of people just go, "I'm done learning." Yeah, I'm happy with that's what true. I'm at, where I'm at. That's I'm true. not that person. I don't think you're that person. I don't think most of the people are, that are friends of mine are. You those know what? People. I have
0: that in me though. There are certain topics that I'm like, okay, that's good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm always striving, but you know, I can see how that decision gets easier to make.
1: Yeah, and I I, I believe I'm the opposite. I love learning. Well, yeah. I, there's nothing I, yeah. I I. There's nothing that makes me happier that I can go. Oh yeah. I didn't know that. Right. Let yeah. me look at how to tap these maple trees. Right. Right. <laughs> so this is. This is my thing. My my game, my, my the thing that I love more than anything else is learning. Right. And I really enjoy it. And It's no. not like I'm a geek or a nerd. or I just yep. I just really enjoy learning yeah, about things.
0: I hear you. My, I've always said one of my lottery dreams is uh, go to school and collect degrees. I'd love to just go to school and uh, in I couldn't intellectual do intellectual
1: conversations. I couldn't do that. I can't do, do school. Do, do, do oh, ADHD. I could I, I've, I didn't even finish grade nine. Oh, yeah. It took me three years to finish almost all of grade nine. Right. And at that point I quit and started working in a factory full time. Right. But ever since then it's been a constant i I say to my wife every year, Should I go back to school? And she's like, You will drop out after a week. I can't <laughs> the structure doesn't work for really me. A- the learning doesn't work for me. I don't consume in in papers the same way as somebody else right. does i read fast i comprehend yeah. fast yeah. but i can't even though i comprehend what it says i know what it says right i won't be able to tell you for three weeks right
0: see that's why i want to go to university because 54 year old chris is much better at that <laughs> than high school chris <laughs> i'm sure or college chris man like now i'd be like i'd be confident in that i'd make that decision to go off on my own on yeah and you, you, know?
1: you also understand you got to do your homework in there.
0: yeah oh Ruined it every time. Every time, as I reach for this wonderful scotch, that's uh, just a fantastic choice here this evening, Daryl. Thanks for bringing. Along. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, the I love how you say under the nose the fresh, sweet seaweed and malt, and I scoffed and then I drank it. I went, oh my god, I totally smell it. Well, it's double
1: aged too, right? so you're gonna some of the some of the whiskey in there is mm. aged in bourbon oh, barrels. Wonderful. So bourbon's already been in those barrels, and some of the bourbon, right. some of the the scotch has been aged in sherry barrels, or both. Right. So it's double aged. And all scotches are done that way. Not double aged, but w- aged in barrels had something else in them before. Right. American whiskey, like bourbon, has to be aged in American oak. That, etc. And it has to be a first use. Can never be used before to age it. If other, otherwise, it's just as it's a seasoned. Right. Right. Gotcha. Scotch has to be done in something else. It's sherry. It's wine. It's yeah. It's it's really complex and it's beautiful. The flavors they get out of it. Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic, it's fantastic. Well,
0: speaking of craftsmanship, uh, somebody tapped their trees.
1: Yeah, you did that.
0: Yeah, you have tapped your. I've your, your.
1: said it like four times.
0: I uh, I love that you're doing that. Uh, I'm very jealous because I have I have two maple trees in my backyard, but the one's only one's big enough to tap. But one tree's to right. Do it. But uh, I'm intrigued what led you to this. And you're doing black walnut trees, too. Yes, I'm doing black walnut. I don't walnut. know about this.
1: This is this is my strive of learning. Uh, once I wanted to tap maples, I, I right. took three years of watching videos and reading on how to tap maples because I don't want to kill my maples. My maples yeah. are 100 years old, right. almost 100 years old in my house. Nice. So the last thing I want to do is drill a hole in the side babies. of it and watch it fall in a year. <laughs> it's a scary the guilt like They're so huge. It was Freer. the guilt of killing something, and my house would crush for your one cup of maple yeah, yeah. syrup. <laughs>
0: exactly. Well, we're
1: gonna get more than that. We Good. have uh, each one of our th- trees that we have can fit up to three taps. We're tapping right. them twice. Right. We have uh one, two, three, four, eight eight maple trees, big maple trees, old maple trees that'll right. put out sap. Beautiful. So we'll we'll have sixteen taps in the maple trees. And if, if you don't know, you have to do about forty liters of yep. sap to get one liter roughly of syrup. Yep. Yep. the people I've been talking to, because I've been talking to people for a couple of years on how much I get, because I wanted to make it worth my while, which for me, worth my while means I did it once, and it's like, hey, that's <laughs> awesome. I know <laughs> how to do this. And that's <laughs> going to be the most expensive. How, how much does it cost? Well, it cost me $190 for the parts, and I'll never do it again. Yeah. And so it's $190 a <laughs> liter. <laughs> right? So, but while I'm doing this, I'm learning you can tap most hardwood trees. Really? And they have syrup in them. See, I've never heard boiler. this before.
0: The maple uh, I've known about as a hippie kid, it was my job to carry the buckets around back to the fire. Yeah, I remember it. The, the two weekends of maple syrup were always fantastic.
1: And all I ever heard from people was how hard it was. How hard, hard it was. And we used to slogging. go to, like, we're in Canada, like everybody goes to a sugar bush in the, yeah. the springtime. Like when you're a kid, yeah. everybody goes to a You got to have a, a snow School toffee, trips, right? Boy Scouts, beavers, you go to, you go yeah. to uh, we, our local one is Purple Woods. Yep. Um, so we decide, I decided I want to do this, I want to tap those trees. And when I'm doing this, I hear. You can tap black walnut. Well, I have a whole bunch of black walnut trees wow. in my yard, but I don't know when they were planted. They were planted right. by the yep. farmer that owned it before us, and I'm tapping them this year. Right. And apparently, the syrup is actually better than maple syrup.
0: Well, that's a boast right there because that's, uh, that's the thing. I mean, that's the gold standard. Well,
1: we're going to find out because when I get it done, I'm going to yeah. bring you some in and we're going to oh. do a taste test. Instead of doing alcohol one night, we're going to have a our easy. taste test tonight is maple syrup that I've made and black oak syrup, black walnut syrup that right. I've made. So you can also get birch syrup. Like, birch is a hardwood, too. Yeah. And you can do birch syrup. I've heard of
0: birch sap before, but I don't think I've heard in the contest of turning like into a syrup. Or yeah. Like that really, eh?
1: Yeah, but it's, it's not the same. as like, a, a walnut is really, really sweet. Yeah. Maple is really, really sweet. Apparently, yeah. birch isn't.
0: Really? Yeah, it's not. Wow, there it is. So and you don't I, get
1: a lot of it, so you'd have to get, like... 200 liters right. to get a liter type well, of thing. That's, so it's, that's, it's very hard to do
0: That's sap math for you
1: Yeah unless you have a unless you have a uh, like we usually when you have birch trees you don't have it's a birch grove Sure so you don't have like one tree you have a thousand yep. So if somebody has a thousand trees it makes yep. sense to do
0: But Listen I know a gentleman named John Foreman uh, who's got to be close to 100 years old now I <laughs> he's in his 90s but he <laughs> uh, uh from my youth he always had a tablespoon of maple syrup every day he claimed it was the, the magic elixir.
1: At my age, with the how I've treated my body, a tablespoon of maple syrup a day would lead to type two diabetes. You're <laughs> that close to the edge right now. Oh, I'm always that close to the little, edge.
0: Just a little, listen, a pancake session will send you over uh, the top. I could. So why <laughs> are you tapping your trees then? I'm just. <laughs> you're accomplishing things. That's I'm, what you're trying to I'm do. I'm
1: doing my fro- my version of frozen penis. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well. Then you got a little way to go for your <laughs>
1: calamity to unfold there, well, it's it's, it's it's just warm enough out right now that the sa- the sap is starting to run right, right now. So okay. we actually have about 20 liters of sap at this point. Wow. And we only tapped them like two days ago. Right, really, eh? So and I've been talking to people. I'm like, how much should I be expecting to get out of each tree? And they're like a gallon to two gallons a day out of each tap. And we have two taps of tree. And my son asked me today how many liters we're going to get. If I get 10 liters of finished syrup, I will be absolutely ecstatic.
0: Are you out there, like, talking to it, like, a like to your houseplants, trying to get it, you know? I, Come
1: on, give me what you got. Yeah. I go out and <laughs> you know? massage it. I give them a big hug. Yeah. These are huge trees, right? Chris. Like, if you and I stood arm to arm and tried oh, to hug, we couldn't get our arms around births. them. They're huge. Nice. But I go out there, and my kids, I go out there in the morning when yeah. I get up. How much sap do I have? Yeah. I go out there at lunch. How much sap? My kid comes home today. My son comes home today. And he goes, I couldn't lift the bucket down by the end of the driveway. I'm like, what? Oh. Let's put on my shoes. And I run down. I'm like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, it's not that it was frozen to the ground. Oh, I'm like, don't do that to dad. Yeah, don't Come do on that now.
0: Well, you be careful. I don't want to get the phone call that you've frozen your penis doing your maple syrup. And you're, I, I just, <laughs> type I, 2 I don't diabetes know. because of it. <laughs> exactly. That's just a tough weekend. Oh, uh, it would be just a bad oh. week. Oh, by the way, I have type 2 diabetes yeah. now, too.
1: <laughs> we can talk about that. We can add it to our list. <laughs> exactly. Cheers. On the list?
0: Oh, boy. Hey, are you uh, are you one of these people that's finding a Wordle harder? There's a bit of a, uh, a controversy going on right now. No, I
1: lost last week. Oh,
0: see, you got the thing with Wordle, don't you?
1: Yeah, I I do. We get up every morning, and, and I'm hating to do it right now. And I have a real I have a real disappointment with news, especially in the U.S. about how they're basically just not telling the truth about what's happening in Canada right now. <sighs> and it's so like you can just tell by your sigh alone. It's just And New York Times did it. Like, just who did you have reporting on this? Like, this, everything you did was wrong. So now I'm not even posting about it online that I'm playing it. Really? I'm still doing it in the morning, but I refuse to give them any kind of, I refuse. Really? I'm not going to. And we're really, like, my family is very, very big on that. Um, But we still play it. And I lost last week. And it was a terrible, terrible loss. And (laughs) we've been playing ever since. (laughs) But my wife and my daughter you guys know who you are, made fun of me. And I'm like, that's the last time I help either one of you.
0: Whoa, now it's on. Now
1: it's on. Oh,
0: it's on. So, But you know, it's an interesting parable in uh, corporate conglomeration because you're right, since the New York Times has taken this thing over, there's a lot of people are going, what's going on here? You know, and the New York Times is not saying this thing's staying free, by the way. The, the, the wording they use was for the time being.
1: Yeah, the second they put ads on, right? I quit. I'm not making them a penny.
0: Right. And, and, I mean, it's become a real talking point for some people. Yeah. Not just the words themselves, but the way the game's playing out. Uh, because uh, uh, this guy, Josh Wardle, uh, who came up with this. Yeah. Basically just came up with this for his partner. Her name was Palak Shaw. She loved word puzzles, and he wanted to show his love for her. And came up with this thing that globally caught on. But Way now, bigger than
1: he ever thought it would. But now New York Times, yeah. the
0: corporate agenda. He got
1: he made a lot of money off that. And like well, as far as I'm concerned, him. the little guy, I'm like, Yeah, good for you.
0: So is that okay, so I, no, I totally agree with that. But does that make it easier to sort of wash the hands with Wordle to the next thing? Well, they've changed now. They're they're more corporate now because the argument is they're using words uh, like ulcer, ultra cynic and aroma. And they say those aren't the that's not the the feeling of this game. As in the past, I haven't played it enough to know.
1: Yeah, I I think, you know, I think it comes down to people are playing it enough. You're, I can't remember exactly what the stats were. And this is something that we talk about someday. People have a limited vocabulary.
0: Yes, they do.
1: And it's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. We only use, like, it's a bizarre amount, like 50 words on average, all of us. Yeah. And the average person has a very small vocabulary between two and two hundred and fifty words. And I'm, honestly, I'm I'm guessing here, but it's I know it's You're when I read it, on. I was I was was small. Yeah, it's about so, three hundred
0: words. People have a, and that includes ands, ifs, and them's. Right? Yeah, it's about three hundred words.
1: So, like they did swill. Right. Right. I use swill all the time. Right. Because I'm a ghetto guy. Okay. Right. I use swill. Like you're going to swill your drink, go that right. swill, pour it down the drain. Right. And I think most wine people would too. Yep. But there's a lot of people that are like, I've never heard of that word. Really flat. And they were so angry about it. And we were talking about one earlier that was a, a legal word, a legal term that was out. right? And very few people like my wife has heard it because she works in legal parts of her job. But my daughter's like, I've never heard that before.
0: Right. So does that mean that Wordle got popular because it's, it's words weren't challenging like that or were they challenging and they're just using it as a smoke screen? Because again, I come back to the corporate thing of this because you've got people making decisions on this instead of just one Mr. Josh Wardle now. Yeah.
1: Right. And I think that and was that's a room and it. that's a meeting. You got to keep in mind, there was an uproar about this two weeks ago when we did the last one. We yes. Were talking about it. Yeah. Because they weren't going by the British spelling, but it had a British <laughs> domain name. Really? So there's enough changes in the world that people are just, my honest opinion is people just want to be angry about something oh, right that's now. That's the truth. I and it's unfortunate, and it's it's sad, but it's a word. And if you don't know it, don't be disappointed. Yeah. Go look it up and learn what it is. Yeah, It's important d- to know that.
0: I don't know if that's unique to our times, though, because it's always no. been about building people up and then breaking them down. Uh, it's always then thus, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, d- I, I, I think right that's it. Right back to it. the Romans. And I, I the only reason I wouldn't play Wordle again is, is because if they started doing ads on it. And if Josh right. Wordle had started doing ads on it, I would have still done it. I would have still followed him because it's a small guy making money. And, you know, that whole, the mythic of pull yourself up from your bootstraps is a one in a billion chance. Like chances of you becoming a multimillionaire on your own are so incredibly slim. And this guy did it. And if he turned around and put ads on there, I'd be like, click on those ads. (laughs) Get it. You go, buddy. Take the money from the man. Give it to him. Well, cuz that that's the thing. He's
0: not the man. Yeah, He's, he's just not. a little guy who did something what?
1: for his burger. Well, we don't know. He could be the man. He literally could be the man and he could be working for somebody, but we don't as far as everything right now is concerned, he's not. He he yeah. got seven figures, low seven figures for this. I don't care low seven figures, high seven figures, whatever. He okay. sold it. He did his thing. New York Times has it now. They'll they'll do what they want with it.
0: These are the moments in life I live for because I would love to be there. The moment that, first of all, that he created this for his partner. I mean, that yeah. must have been amazing. Then it gets a little popular, and she's, you know, oh, oh this is fantastic. And then he says, I'd like to sit you down for a second. I'm getting paid three, maybe even five figures <laughs> for my app. How do you feel now?
1: Yeah, yeah. Right? I mean, that's amazing. Well, he didn't get five figures. He got seven. He got seven figures. Seven figures. Seven that's figures. That's year in the millions. Yeah. And the thing is, the, I told you this. The app was small. Yes. Anybody was able to recreate it, and I mean, Anybody that knew how to program could re-cre- recreate this ad even to the point of just stealing it because it was just a Java ad, right. a Java thing. You could download it.
0: Just that simple. Eh? And he came up with it and it took the world by storm. And
1: they still paid him for it. That's and I'm like, good. dude, good for you. Yeah, because they didn't <laughs> really? figure
0: out. Really? Back to that same meeting where they're changing things. No one in there can figure out how to do this it themselves. Goes
1: ba- this goes back to the media thing. This goes right back to the media thing, Chris. Okay. They knew. They didn't care. They wanted the domain name and they yeah. wanted the people that were already viewing it that's because true. they're able to put an ad on there. And if they make one penny an ad, yep. I'll bet you that thing gets 50 million hits a day.
0: Yep, exactly.
1: I will bet you they get paid a ton of money for their ads on there. So they didn't care that he had invented it. They didn't care that people are going out and copying it and putting it up. They wanted his media. They wanted yep. his mailing lists as per se. Yep. That's what they bought. They didn't buy that. The, the other thing,
0: apparently, is that uh, pissing people off is it took away streaks, too, so competition wins. You know, because apparently you can't do streaks on this now. Oh, well, you can. Right? Is they, they've, they've moved back to this now?
1: I did, they never took my streaks away. Oh, what right. they did was, so what they did, and the people didn't know this because they did it in the middle of the night. Right. So my daughter found out, I don't even know how she found out through one of her groups, they changed from Josh Wordle's Wordle to New York Times Wordle. Yes. And it didn't carry through. Unless you redid the same puzzle oh, on the same day. Oh, I see. So now I have I three one shots. Right. I got I got three of the words the first time because the very first right. time I played it, I played it on my home computer, and I wanted to play it on my phone, so I was able to go in and go, "That's what the word is," because I got it.
0: You should see the sparkle coming around when you talking about a winning wordle.
1: The second it time, don't right like Santa <laughs> eyes, <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> the second time was was uh, when they changed it over, and my daughter told me, "Hey, you got to do it over again." So I was yeah. able to put the word in because I knew what it was. And the third time was my daughter walked up, and they had the word swill. And my daughter walked up, and she's like, I don't know what this word is supposed to be. I'm missing the letter, and there's no word that makes sense. And as soon as I looked at it, I went, oh, that's swill. And she looks at me, and she goes, you sound like you haven't done it. I'm like, I haven't. And she's like, what? And I typed it in. I'm like, look, one. I got it in one.
0: That's the best feeling, eh?
1: Yeah, you can't. It's game mechanics. Sorry. (laughs)
0: Just do a gentle strut around the room. Yeah. Could oh, the yeah, be- gentle, not in my house.
1: <laughs> <laughs> not in my house. First thing I did, honey. Guess what? I got it in one. She's like, you cheater. Uh,
0: hey, game mecha- a game mechanics, game mechanics. She let me know. She game told me, me- <laughs> I can't help that. <laughs> that is awesome, game mechanics. Well, thanks for bringing this great Scotch thing. Oh, you're I'm welcome. This. Made the belly nice and warm. It's a, it's such a Scotch. I find is such a conversational thing. Yes, you know, because I mean, it just adds to what you're doing. Well, and it, I it, it, it
1: was it was really it was very well marketed by the Scotch Board. At one point, Scotland had a real issue with Scotch, same as American bourbon did. They it was really classified as cheap whiskey. Right, um, whiskey didn't have a great name, and they went out and they, it's like De diamonds. They right. they really just they caressed it and stroked it and said, yep. "Look at this Scotch. Look how hard we work at this. This is what you should be drinking." And they they pushed single malt. Single malt's the best. We're the only people in the world that make whiskey with single malt, and suddenly everybody's like, I have to have single malt. Well, right. Single malt's good, but it's not the be-all, to end-all by any means. Right. But suddenly now you, you talk to somebody from that doesn't know whiskey, and they go, oh, yeah, I drink single malt. Ah. So? Right. <laughs> Right. Is That's, it good? You can still get really bad single malts.
0: But they put that talking point out there that people have glommed yeah. onto it. And it makes you sound like you know what you're talking Diamonds about. Diamonds right?
1: are expensive. You know, you should exactly. be spending three months at least minimum pay. You oh, know, yeah, right. Right? Yeah. Debeers was like, beers, DeBoer's, whatever. Debeer's, they, yeah. De, fantastic marketing on yeah. that. That's smart
0: because that brilliant. is that's become the nomenclature, right? Like that's what people do. It's three was, months salary. That
1: was a marketing guy that walked in the room and said, "How wow. are we going to do this?" And every country is different. Really? So in Japan, I think it's six months. And if, if the wow. less money you make in a smaller country, it's less time. So Canada and the US, it's three months. And wow. that's they. It's all over the world. It's different. There's some really good documentaries on it. If you haven't watched a documentary on De Beers Diamonds, watch it. It's yeah. brilliant. They control the entire market, and they have. They have tractor trailer loads of diamonds. Really? Yeah, it's all supply that's managed.
0: There's a lot of sinister characters in that game too. Yeah. You know, I watch Law and Order. I see what goes down. Well, the
1: blood—it's <laughs> the blood diamond stuff that really is a yeah. problem, um, right? Yeah, exactly. So
0: it's true, but the, the whole the whole world is very sketchy. Sketchy is the wrong word. It, it, there's not a lot of a lot of uh, close to your sleeve. There's info a lot of that. bad actors. Yeah.
1: There's a really lot of are. bad actors out there. There's a lot of great actors, though.
0: Right. Well, There's whenever you go really global, global like that, you're going to have the bad you actors. You have to be. Right? <laughs> exactly. To, be to some degree. And also, it makes the plot better in the end. You know, it you does. Have that sinister That's how you make good movies. Good. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly how you make good movies. Oh, man. Well, someday maybe this will be a good movie. Who knows?
1: Yeah, hopefully.
0: Exactly. Uh, boy, another great conversation. Look yes. at us. Thank you. I uh, enjoyed social this. Social media stuff. Let's people know where they are. Uh, like social media. Stuff. We
1: have um, Twitter at... Uh, Studio eight we I don't think we said studio six two oh one this whole episode. We have Studio Six Two O one on Twitter and we have it on Facebook as well. Follow us on both those for social media and we'll be I'll be posting more stories uh, like the frozen penis story uh, as I find them. An interesting tidbit I found today was GM Oshawa has made a record in hiring fifty percent females to work on their Woo! line. This Love was it. a huge thing. So Father we'll be posting daughter. things yeah, me too. We'll be posting things about this because it's a very male driven right thing. We'll be, I'll be posting more things like this on Facebook exactly. and Twitter to kind of lead Fantastic. us through over the weeks.
0: Uh, thanks to Ben Thompson for providing the music i have been hearing. Go over his YouTube page and check out what's going on there. Um, like, I still, I'm still like, like at what point do you think he realized his penis was frozen? Like, I mean, is that like a three, five, seven kilometer? This is a three kilometer race that went down. It can't so, be.
1: It's, it's not instantaneous. And look at that—we're st- we're done the whole outro, and we're still talking about the frozen <laughs> exactly. penis. Exactly. So let's do more. Yeah. Because I'm not done with this penis. Yeah. Yet. No, I don't. I don't get it. I really don't get yeah. it. My wife asked me. I'm like, I don't understand. He has the best. He has literally the best material right. on his body to keep him warm. It was so cold out that his penis froze. It's right. not the first
0: time. And like, not to his to him or anything. Like, it's just there. It's in its form. It's,
1: you know. I, I just don't like when you ask me what what is that thing that you have a lot of passion about do know. There's very my if I had to save my kids, I, I might let my penis freeze. Okay. But well, if well, you know,
0: you know, I'll give this to you. If I'm at the 15 kilometer mark and I'm in the lead, I'm going. Penis is gone. I'm going for it. I want the gold. Okay, <laughs> but
1: like if I'm if I'm back from that, I'm just like penis wins. Yeah, I just don't get it. Right? I, it's just the most bizarre story I've heard <laughs> okay. in a very long time.
0: Well, I'm impressed with his fortitude as well. Yeah, me too. I mean, my goodness, uh, what does it take to get that in your head? When I want to say good for you,
1: but it's like you had a frozen penis. It's not that great. <laughs>
0: No one's winning here. Yeah, nobody no wins. One, no <laughs> one wins at all. Studio 6201, you never know what the hell we're going to talk about. Cheers. Cheers <laughs> to it, yeah. buddy. Have a good night. See you all soon.